Brought to you by Moran and Company Investment Consulting Group located in Rochester. Go to moraninvest.com on the web. Moran and Company, where the wise invest. Well, we were hoping we'd have a couple more of these conversations, but this may wrap up the season as the Lions lose in the NFC Championship in a heartbreaking fashion. Alex Anzalone joining us as he always does here on Mondays. Alex, I wish it was a, a, a I wish it was a happier hello, but uh, congratulations first of all on a, on a great great season, and uh, well, let's begin with that. Thank you, I appreciate it. Um, obviously, a heartbreaking loss yesterday. Um, you know, it's one of those that you'll remember forever, and uh, you know that's obviously not a good thing. But um, you know, looking back, there's also a lot of great memories and a lot to be proud of as well, and um, you know, a lot to build off of too. What was the locker room like afterwards? What was the plane ride, long plane ride back like? Yeah, uh, quiet, very quiet. Um, you know, a lot of emotions. Just you know, after a loss like that, you feel depleted. You feel like you know everyone has a hand in a loss like that, and you just feel let down. And um, you know, you're just so close and a close game like that and we had the lead at halftime and um we just let it slip and you know that's really the most you know I know people say oh I'd rather get blown out um instead of losing like that but at the same time you know it's it's definitely a, a very tough way to lose like that do you watch the post game celebration I know that's the only one really where they don't do it in a locker room besides the Super Bowl it's on the field uh, do you guys watch that or you just get off the field as quick as you can and I'm done with yeah. it yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've been a part of you know some playoff losses, and the best way I can cope with it is just get off the field and uh, don't look and just go stay on my straight path to the locker room and you know not look at anyone and just you know that's that's the best way I deal with it. Well, you, you've been part of playoff losses. You're also part of an NFC Championship loss where you thought you had the game won, and then it was kind of taken away from you. In that case, it was referees. Um, but I imagine there was somewhat of a similar feeling like, wait a minute, I allowed myself to really think, hey, we're going to the Super Bowl, and then next thing I know, we're not going to the Super Bowl. Right, yeah, it's def- it was definitely uh, an emotional game. Uh, obviously, the first half was, you know, we were, we were on a high, and um, the second half, it just felt like one thing after another, and we just kept losing momentum and more momentum and more momentum, and it just snowballed into eventual, you know, loss that, you know, we just couldn't come back from. I have to ask you um, a couple things about what you just said. First of all, at halftime, did what was there any warning from any of the older guys or the coaches about? Hey, we're, we're not like we're not done here at twenty-four to seven. I know it looks like we're dominating, but be on the lookout for them. What, what was that message? No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, that was definitely the message. Is you know they're gonna. They're going to swing back. They're going to come out hot. They're going to, you know, we have to manage the storm in the second half because they're going to try to get going. And, you know, on defense, we knew they were going to do a little up-tempo. And they did. They, you know, that was said at halftime. And that's what they did coming out of half. And, um, you know, we were able to hold them to a field goal that first series. And, you know, I can't really remember the sequence of events, but I know we had a turnover soon after that. And, um, you know, just – felt like playing on the road, the fans are involved, they they start getting the energy back. And, 
you know, one thing led to another, and yeah. um, they just started chipping away at the lead. Let me play you a couple of those moments here and ask you some of your reactions. So as you, you pointed out, you're 24-7 to in the second half. You come out, they get the ball. They, you know, they get off some chunk plays against you, come downfield, but you ultimately were able to hold them to a field goal, and then you come back and start marching the other direction, and you get to a fourth down. That was to uh, Reynolds, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of people began to wonder then, you are up 14 points still. If you kick a field goal there, you're up three possessions, and you're midway through the th- third quarter. If you have long drives, they may only get three more possessions. Why not kick the field goal there and and force the three-possession thing as opposed to just hanging on to the ball? Yeah, I mean, that, that's a good – I mean, in hindsight, it's twenty twenty. Um, you know, I think that all season long, it's we've been, we've been, it seems like we've been in those situations and, um, you know, we've, we've either came out on top and when we haven't, we've been able to step up on defense. Um, but, you know, it's just one of those things. You live by the sword and die by the sword. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, just it's a obviously a tough break. And, you know, we have all the confidence in the world of our offense. We just weren't able to get, get that one fourth down. All right. Then they come back, and like a couple plays later, this, which to me was the one that said, okay, I guess the gods have decided <laughs> the Lions are not going <laughs> to win this game. Cut nine. Here it is. So many Ooh, things wow. happened on that play that could have gone the other way. First of all, Vildor right. played a good defense. You know, he right. ke- kept the guy from getting behind him. He gets up in the air. The ball hits him in the hands. So, first of all, you want to catch it. Okay, if it goes through your hands, just let it go off your body. No, it goes off his face mask and his <laughs> helmet. Then it goes up in the air. And then Ayuk, I mean, you got to take your hat off to a guy to have that kind of body control. I'm sure you've seen this play at this point to go flying through the air and catching the ball and landing. What was your reaction when you saw that? What did Vildor say? What were what were the guys in the defense saying? You know, it was t- it was tough. Um, you know, it was, that's that's a tough. It's just unlucky. He was in good position, and you know, he's come up big with it for us all year. And um, you know, he came in the situation come on practice squad, and he got called up and. You know, he capitalized on his opportunity and got into a starting role. And, um, you know, he, he had some great plays yesterday. And, unfortunately, that one didn't go his way. But if you look at the ensuing um, next three plays, we get a stop on first down. We get a stop on second down. And we have him in third and nine or something like that and on the, you know, nine-yard line. And they're able to, you know, score. And it was really our doing, not necessarily their doing. Um, you know, how was it? Not how was it uh, here is that play cut ten, and then tell me how yeah. was your doing here. Listen, from what I remember, of that he kind of juked. Uh, I think it was Cam Sutton, Sutton yeah, uh, and mm-hmm. lost him on a cut in. Um, yeah, how- so Cam, Cam we're, yeah, it's. I mean, not to get all technical here, but we're in uh, quarter man coverage, and he has a he has inside safety help, so he's playing outside leverage. Um, so yeah, I mean, you want the safety to be a little quicker on the play there. Um, you know, to break that up. So, you know, it's, we had opportunities to make plays. We just weren't able to do it. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, I thought in the series of the Bang Bang Killers, the, 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 the nail in the coffin, even though it was hardly the end of the game, was this cut 11 when Gibbs took the handoff. They recover the, the ball, I think it was on the 24-yard line. Like Four plays later, they're in the end zone, and the game is tied. In eight minutes – you guys lost a 17-point lead, and eight minutes in football is not a long right. time. 
and then all of a sudden it's a tie game. And then I'm sure on the sideline it's like, okay, well, we're back to even here now. And it's like all that good, everything that you did from the first play of the game forward is is washed away, and it's like 0-0. And, and now you're just playing against San Francisco and everything that they have going for them and all their weapons, which they're starting to starting to work, and, and the crowd's into it. And then as, as – as, as you pointed out, that they started to really get rolling. And the one thing I thought that they started to do differently that they had not done against you all first half was Brock Purdy became a weapon, not with his arm, with his legs. And he escaped three times, I think, on critical plays and got up the middle and had, had big gains for first downs that kept drives going. Yeah, yeah, oh, man, you're, this is like th- a therapy session for me. Maybe. I'm sorry. All this. Would you like man. a tranquilizer? Yes. Yeah. Oh man. I, I, I we'll, we'll stop now. I'm Our sorry, time is up. up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he did. He did become a um, a weapon that he wasn't in the first half, and uh, yeah. and that was probably the thing that kind of pushed him over the edge. Yeah, yeah. It's just. You know, it's situational football, man. It's that's that's the key to winning, and we just weren't able to get it done that second half. And you know, it just that's what makes it so gut wrenching. Gut wrenching because I know if we had another opportunity to, um, you know, go out there and do it, which we don't, but we'd be able to get it done. It's just you know one of those things where it just didn't go our way. Do you do think you it think- was just experience? Yeah, I was just going to ask the same question. Yeah, you were like I mean, this, Mitch. 49ers yeah, have been in like 100,000 yeah, 17 you know? times or whatever. It's no big deal for uh, them to be in an NFC championship. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that, um, you know, the moment wasn't too big for us. Um, I, I really I really don't think it's the experience has a huge play into it, and that's coming from someone who has experience too. So I don't think it has a huge Play like the the down to down play to play, um, you know perspective. Yeah. Mm. Then Dan Campbell afterwards. I mean, man, I have heard more. You know, I flew home on the red eye um, with a, a ton of Lions fans. Came back here this morning. Heard from people all over the country. And almost every one of them said, poor Dan Campbell, he was crying. So I guess in his press conference, you know, I, I which I attended, you know, he was red-eyed, he was red-faced. He'd clearly been, you know, he'd shed some tears. Uh, but I also thought he was very stand-up, and he really showed me a lot. I mean, I, I've always admired Dan Campbell anyhow, and I think he's a man of character. Uh, but he was really forthright in some of the things that he said. And I want to share one of those with you and get your thoughts on it. Cause he was talking about um, what happens now, you know, going forward. And, you know, a lot of coaches in a situation like that is, Hey, you know, we had a great year. We're going to come back next year, hard and strong, and we'll be back here whenever. And he was very realistic about it and cut 23 here. Listen to his thoughts. What are your thoughts when you hear that? Yeah, it's, it's all factual. Um, you know, I've, I my first four years I played with, you know, Hall of Fame, one of the best quarterbacks ever, and I've been to one NFC championship, and we had an all-pro roster, you know, up and down, offense and defense, and I went to one NFC championship there. And, um, you know, it it is hard to get there, and that's what makes this so hard to process. And um, it hurts your heart so much because you, you after a loss like that, you start at ground zero. Um, none of last year necessarily matters. It's, it's not going to – you know, earn us any wins next year. We have to, 
you know, start back up, start from ground zero and start working and, um, you know, go through OTAs, go through mini camp, go through training camp. And with, you know, with, we're going to have a, 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 a very different roster too. So, right. Um, that's really, I think really that's what he's getting at in yeah. those statements. It's just, it's just hard to get there. Yeah. And, and, uh, he said a little later, same kind of thing that it, it's not just the talent, it's not just well we got the same talent we come. It's the chemistry. It's the coaching. It's the the role that you get on. You know the Lions were on that just that amazing like we can do it. We're stunning mm-hmm. the world here. You know you won the first playoff game in 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 thirty years and and then you come back and do it again next year. There is no records to break. There's no you're not beating that history. You're just going to be expected to some degree to do at right. least that and get get a little further. And as you say, it's kind of a different cast. Now that doesn't mean. It's going to be a worse cast. I mean, look, Kansas City keeps going year after year. Right. You know, they're like perennials, right. and they didn't even have a great regular season this year. And 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 San Francisco is is in and out of there constantly all the time. So why not the Lions? I mean, you know, you, you certainly the philosophy of the coaching and the attitude and the key players. I mean, your quarterbacks here, your your four rookies that all made a key contribution are here. You're here. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson's here. You know. You're going to lose some guys, but you're, you're, this isn't college. They're not all graduating, right. you know. Hundred percent. So yeah. you're coming back with a pretty good shot at it. It's just you were on such a, a, a delicious roll there that you kind of hate to see that whole emotional thing disappear. Yeah, yeah, and that's a, that's a, that's a good good way to put it. We have you know our core guys coming back, and um, you know they they Brad and Dan have done a really good job of building this through the draft too, and um, so that's it's not it's not our only window. Um, but it was a window that we could have made it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what will you take from this season? You know, when you think about the the positive moments, is there is there one moment that that was just the most fun for you? Man, I I just feel like just the whole season almost flew by, and that's because of all the winning we did. And um, you know, just when you get on a roll like that, there's really nothing better. And, um, just the work environment coming into the facility every day, you know, just obviously there, you know, we had dealt with some losses and stuff like that, but for the most part, we, we had a ton of wins and, um, you know, it's the most fun of football that I've had in my career. And, um, you know, my, my personal best year of playing football and, um, you know, just, you just remember all the little moments, all the, you know, moments in games that happen and, um, you look back and, you know, I remember that one time in the, the wild card round where so-and-so said this on this play after the, you know, after the play and, mm-hmm. you know, you start cracking up and, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's really the game within the game that you take, take away and that you remember, remember forever. And, um, the guys that you do it with that, you know, you just, you just remember because you don't, this is going into year eight for me and, um, you know, just, remember each season like its own so uh you know long story short it's just you know blessed to have a great year but um you know you just always remember the, the how it ends too one thing i say about your team you never lost two games in a row the whole year right. no you know no. that's, that's rare. probably that's why rare. it always felt positive yeah. like that because you never you were down right. long you had the yeah. one week and you bounced back the next week and now i want to know right. what was the funny thing that was said in the game i mean don't <laughs> leave us hanging here give, give us one of them uh, <laughs> i mean nothing really just you know just certain <laughs> conversation it just little stuff that comes up that 
people say. You know, I mean, I can remember <laughs> making a tackle in the wild card game and just laying on the ground for three minutes in pain, and my teammates be like, "Alex, you good?" <laughs> I'm, <just> like, <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. Missing an arm, all fine. I've got another one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for what it's worth, from a fan's perspective, uh, you know. It was the most enjoyable Lions season. Yes. And I have covered this team since 1985. And uh, when Daryl Rod looking at the Silver Dome roof and (laughs) counting the pigeons and saying, how many pigeons you think are up there? And we we were all going, oh, my God, this guy's the coach. I can't believe it. And, you know, through through him and through Marty Morningweg and and Steve Mariucci and Rod Marinelli and Owen 16 and – and uh, and Brett Favre finding Sterling Sharp and Aaron Rodgers getting two Hail Marys and, and Calvin mm-hmm. Johnson didn't complete the process and all, all those years of just agony. This was fun. And, you know, in the end, you were playing for the NFC Championship. That's the game you lost. You didn't, you didn't lose the last game of the season to miss the playoffs altogether. You won two playoff rounds. You, 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 you had the guys down in the NFC Championship game, and I know there's no moral victories, but if they're the best that the NFC has to offer, you certainly belonged right with them. You had them 24-7. to 7. So there is a lot of positivity in that, and, and, and people will be looking forward to September around here in a way that they haven't in certainly since I've been here and certainly since you've been here. So that's good. And the good news is you're under contract, so you're not going anywhere. <laughs> and, true. and now you got some time to enjoy being a dad. And that is the absolute no best. That's yeah. the best. No doubt. I know. I, I asked my son this morning, I said, uh, Cooper, do you, do you care that daddy lost yesterday? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, think about the question. No, give me some right. food. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I, and, and on behalf, our behalf, Alex, we have so enjoyed having yes, you and yes. would love to have yes, you yeah. come back again next year if you'd consider it. Thank you, guys. I appreciate, I appreciate all the support and conversation all season long. I've, I, you know, obviously, um, you know, it's just, it's just great to, you know, talk with good people and um, give the, the fans something to listen to. Well, you've done all that. We hope you can do it again with us next year and um, enjoy the offseason, enjoy the family, and congratulations. All right. Thank you, guys. Alex Anzalone here on 760 WJR, as he has been all year. Brought to you by Moran and Company Investment Consulting Group in Rochester. Moraninvest.com on the web. Moran and Company, where the wise invest. It's 760 WJR.